1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to the Foul Front Podcast, a part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. I'm your host, Ben Page, and this is your source for hunting, outdoors, and conservation conversations. In an eclectic and sometimes unorganized fashion, I appreciate you coming by. Welcome, Foul Front, to your Friday update on this week's hottest outdoor content. It's Friday the 13th, and you know what that means. Or you don't, because we're shifting things up for this special pseudo-holiday tagged for the unlucky. This week, tied into your regular programming of podcast reviews, are the unluckiest hunters. And now I'm not morbid and I'm not looking to make light of people's misfortune, but perhaps there is something to be learned from these poor folks. And also, I've got a couple guests joining me uh, to give some insights as well. So it's going to be a fun one. Some honorable mentions for the Outdoor Podcast Countdown for this week come from the Tom Rowland Podcast in the quest for 100 sailfish. The Off Grid Podcast with Ralph and Vicky talking about tips, tricks, and tactics on putting down an elk. We've also got the Captain's Collective, Episode 19 with Benny Blanco on clean water education and becoming an advocate for your passions. Then there's the Salt Strong Podcast, Episode 143, Healing Vets Through Fishing. We've got the Lone Duck's Gundog Chronicles, we got Full Scale Outdoors Podcast, and the Farm Traveler Podcast. And as always, you can find those shows on the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. We've also got the Meat Eaters, Cal's Week in Review, which is just a fun little listen every week. It's got some interesting uh, uh, conservation facts and things that are just kind of weird sometimes. So, uh, Some other honorable mentions are the Big Honker Podcast, with what has to be their most... Uh, well, you'll just have to decide for yourself on that one. So let's switch gears. We're going to get, uh, we're going to alternate through these. So we're going to go through the unluckiest hunters and the best podcast episode kind of countdown at the same time. So we're going to start it off with the unlucky hunters and coming in at number five of the unlucky hunters, a Florida man. Well, I've never heard a headline that ended well, that started like that, uh, so this Florida man had hit the deer woods in hopes to tag out on a nice buck. Instead, he stood to draw or shoot. I'm not. I'm not really sure. Uh, as a lucky buck made his way under his stand. To his surprise, his legs had fallen asleep, and he then tumbled 18 feet 
breaking his fall with his face, and subsequently breaking his back, his jaw, his ribs, and both wrists. He lived to tell the tale, but then the DNR reports stated that alcohol was involved. Just a couple lunch beers, the guy said. In addition to that, he had no safety harness restraint, and uh, so... Moral of this story is if you find yourself in the woods, slightly intoxicated with no safety harness, fixing to uh, hunt some deer, best turn around and call yourself an Uber, because it's just not worth it. All right, uh, number five of the podcast review is going to be reviewed by Falfront's very own and a friend of mine, all the way back from high school, who's been obsessed with waterfowl hunting for about two years now. And he's been doing tons of uh, new guy research, and I'm just proud to say that he went out and connected during teal season for his first do-it-himself hunt, and he took four blue wings. And so here goes Scotty. Hey, this is Scott. I'm coming on here to review THC from this week. We'll let Ben figure out how to splice this into his podcast, I guess. Uh, Ben O'Brien has Cal, Sam Lundgren, and Joe Farinato in the studio to swap stories from their opening weekend's archery elk hunting. Between the four of them, two or three tags got filled, but Ryan O'Callaghan, O'Callaghan had the most interesting harvest story. You're going to want to give it a listen if you'd like to know what happens to a bull elk that plummets 600 feet off a cliff. Other than weekend hunting stories, the guys discussed the right time to split a white claw with your hunting partner, ways to limit your encounters with other public land hunters, and the terrain you'll find in the mountains of Montana. I feel like the elk talk is starting to wear on me. Uh, however, this one was worth a listen because these guys are great storytellers. All right. Thanks, Scott. Let's get back to the unlucky hunter countdown, and at number four, after successfully filling his tag on an Oregon elk hunt, one unlucky hunter began dragging the bull up a hill, on a four-wheeler, up a hill. The hunter's quad upended itself and flipped backwards, impaling the hunter on the bull's antlers with the weight of the four-wheeler. His hunting party was fortunately able to apply emergency first aid, and he was subsequently life-flighted to the nearest hospital. I think the story here is don't drag a bull elk up a hill with a four-wheeler. And honestly, be extremely careful on four-wheelers. I know of more four-wheeler accidents and deaths than I care to. So, all right, coming up, uh, number four on the podcast countdown. We take a trip to Matt Lee of High Prairie Sportsman's Living Room in central Nebraska with the MVM Show, episode number 30, Following a weekend of successful Nebraska teal hunting, where the MVM crew flew halfway across the country to hunt in God's land with the Prince of Teal, the friend of the foul front, and the fiend of funky facial hair, old mutt himself, Matt Lee. Now, if you want to catch the actual hunt, go check out the Mid Valley Mercenary and the High Prairie Sportsman YouTube channels, a part of the Flyways Collective. Watching those videos really peels back this content creator veil that you think is going on. You just, it's like four dudes with pure, unadulterated, and kid like joy. Um, and just all the fun that these guys had together. There was no stone cold killer faces or woos or anything like that. Just good dudes enjoying each other's company, high fiving, just being really excited. And I cannot wait for TL season to get here. All right, unlucky hunter number three, Arthur Hutch Murphy. I think the only guy I'm calling out by name on this, not to be confused with the Irish writer Arthur Murphy, for any of you well-read folks. Uh, Anyways, old Hutch, the Auburn College student and his group were retrieving their boat after 
what I presume was a successful waterfowl hunt. When he landed his boat on the shore, his dog jumped into the back of the boat where his 12-gauge shotgun had been laid. He can't remember exactly what happened in the heat of the moment, but old Buddy the dog had put a shot shell into his never-again-careless owner's leg. The leg healed and the dog stayed by his side until the wound had healed. And the lesson here is to unload your shotgun when transporting or not in direct control of the weapon and to watch your shotguns around your furry hunting buddies. It's not their fault. It's yours. Coming in at number three of the podcast countdown, we've got the Mediator Podcast, episode 185 with Tom McGuane on the beauty of not knowing. Now, Tom is an author and an avid outdoors person whose stories and seasoned, uh, well-practiced, mature take on things is an absolute treat to listen to, as well as gaining some insight into the past. I think the older the podcast guest, the more I like it, honestly. It's just my interest in the past, I think. But if you're looking for a little highbrow content this week uh, that is somehow nostalgic as it is entertainingly thought-provoking, Meat Eater Podcast Episode 185, Tom McGuane, is for you. All right. Our runner-up, unlucky hunter number two. A Kansas man, his brother, and a friend hit the spring turkey woods in 2017. Apparently, they decided to split up and cover more ground. As many hunters have taken to these days, the man spotted a turkey coming up his way, and so he set his ambush. As the fully fanned turkey presented itself, the Kansas hunter fired. Blam! Turns out, the man had called in his brother and friend who had decided to creep up on the hollering Tom behind a turkey fan, otherwise known as reaping. The guys survived, but the moral here is that reaping probably is not a great idea on public land or when you don't know where your hunting partners are. And you probably should not shoot something that just happens to look like a turkey. Coming in at number two on the podcast countdown, we've got the End of the Line podcast titled Unmuzzled Part 2, Make Me a Star. If you're familiar with host Rocky Floor style, he takes a deep look into the people and stories in the hunting world and Unmuzzled follows epic photographer Lee Chose's story and it's a hell of a story. If you're not familiar with Lee, he's the creative side behind Boss Shot Shells. Uh, He's the guy taking all the pictures and stuff and that uh, he that does not even begin to explain what he does or or who he is in the photography industry and in the waterfowl and hunting world. If I could just be a fly on the wall of these conversations every week, um, I would. This is something special that all waterfowl hunters should go listen to. End of the line podcast, Unmuzzled, part two. All right. I think we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, before we get to the number ones, the champions of these countdowns, just a fun little clip here from my good friend Bryce, who actually hunts with Scotty, the other guy that reviewed the THC episode, uh, who's also uh, relative, very new to waterfowl hunting, and it's been really fun getting all their text messages on everything they're doing, from building their own marsh stands, hunting for decoy sales, scouting, and then just getting out there. So I wanted to have them both uh, participate in this week's episode. And if it's something that you guys think is cool, that's great. Hopefully their inputs can help out some new guys or at least make things uh, relatable so that, you know, other people are going through what you're going through. So here's Bryce on his take on some of the YouTube videos and content that he watched this week and what he is looking for from YouTube content as a new hunter. 
Hey guys, my name is Bryce and I am one of uh, Ben's high school buddies. And so he asked me to come on today to uh, just give you guys a little rundown of my introduction into waterfowl hunting. I have been a hunter for uh, most of my life, mostly been deer, upland birds, turkey, um, primarily uh, muzzleloading season. It's definitely my go-to. And so just starting to get into waterfowl hunting. And so with Ben having the podcast, it's really introduced me to a lot of the different YouTubers and podcasters out there. And uh, so I just wanted to give you guys a little rundown on what I've been doing to educate myself uh, as a new hunter to this. Uh, Obviously, I listen to the Foul Front podcast and have loved the content that it puts out, just a whole wide variety of introduction stuff, a little bit uh, more detailed stuff even as far as like setting up spreads, what to look for, and some of the terminology that just gets thrown around because as a uh, deer hunter and as a turkey hunter, uh, I'm just not used to it. Uh, I've also started to watch, uh, was it uh, HP Outdoors and uh, the MWV uh, YouTube channels and have really enjoyed those. Um, It was really cool this last week, got to see both of them do a do a hunt in Nebraska for opening teal season. So really enjoyed that. Uh, any of the Nebraska YouTubers of I enjoy watching just because it's fun to see guys in your in your home state having success hunting. Have uh, really liked uh, getting to see the action, getting to see how they how they get stuff set up, and just that uh, camaraderie. One of the things that that me as a new hunter that I would like to see is I'd like people to break down their break down their setups, break down what they saw when they were scouting it, why they're picking locations, why they're setting up like they are. Uh, I know for me, even as a deer hunter, the wind is a huge, is a huge factor every time we set up and put in a, um, uh, put in a, a, like a spot in stock or something like that. So just what are the conditions that they're going out in and, and how are they basing what they, what are they basing their uh, decisions off of? So that's it. Um, excited to, to get more into this and have some success this season and just uh, to keep following the content and seeing uh, the stuff that's getting put out there. So thanks. All righty. Thank you very much, Bryce. Shall we get to unlucky hunter numero uno? Okay. The unluckiest hunter of the countdown comes from a Maryland goose hunter who after successfully calling in a honker and subsequently killing, subsequently killing the goose was knocked unconscious as the goose took its final postpartum revenge on the hunter by landing on his face. From about 30 yards up, the hunter even lost some teeth. He was then transported via ambulance and airlifted to a Maryland hospital and has since made a full recovery. Well, minus the teeth. I don't know if there's much to learn from this one, but... I'd like to see Bobby Guy try and pull this stunt off. If you're out there, man, I hope you're doing better now. Uh, Now, this might be the only hunter on the countdown that was truly unlucky. All joking aside, everyone who made this list is still alive to tell the story, and accidents do happen, but with a bit of forethought and being cognizant of our surroundings, some firearm safety, and taking the right steps, you can avoid making the next Friday the 13th countdown. So, stay safe out there, folks. And now, here we are. Number one, this week's champion is the Warden's Watch 
episode 15 with Nick Brunson, a Nevada fish and game warden. This week, host Wayne Saunders, a retired game warden, talks about the vast expanse that the undermanned Nevada Fish and Game Department has to cover. They cover aerial patrols that result in a couple poachers getting their tickets, their well-deserved tickets, patrolling on horseback, and border issues. But you'd think, you know, maybe I'm not the border that you're thinking of. All right, as always, go take a listen to the Foul Front podcast, the main episode, that is. This week, I talked with Max Ackerman, a videographer that does a lot of work with hardcore brands, Tony Vandemore, and a really cool guy that we're having on the show soon in Ty Hockett. So go check him out, and if you find this helpful or entertaining, please go give us a five-star rating and leave us a written review. I'm currently about 30-some hours away from hunting teal with Elliot and Jordan from the Duck Gun Podcast, and I cannot wait. Okay, guys and gals, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it, and I can't wait to hear from y'all. Yeah, y'all. Can't I can't wait to hear from you. Hey, you ever been sitting in front of your TV just wondering why you can't catch the latest episode of The Foul Front right there in your living room so you can press all your guests and family with your fine taste and podcast listening? Me neither, but hey, as a part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective, you can now find The Foul Front and some other great podcasts on your Apple TV, your Roku, your Amazon Fire Stick, Smart TV, even your gaming console just by downloading the Waypoint app. And heck, while you're there, they got over 2,500 hunting and fishing shows on demand. Go download the Waypoint app today. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.